and welcome to Analytics at ServiceNow. I'm your host, Alex Sanginov. In the next seven episodes, we will share the ins and outs of leading a successful analytics team to run the company by data. In today's episode, we're joined by Satish Malawalu, Mike Liu, Rajiv Singh, and Neeraj Shavnani, who are the pioneering leaders and enablers of Knowledge Graph and Wikipedia with data. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome, gentlemen. I'm super excited to have this. I had a great conversation with VJ last week, and I was blown away by uh, the strategy that you know shape. And he explained it so simple that I'm you know I'm getting you know goosebumps. And Satish, the word on the street has it that you were the first one to accept the challenge in building the knowledge graph. So can you uh, start off you know with uh, explain a little more in detail what that is. Right. Um, thanks, Alex, and, and um, thanks for the team uh, on the call. Please jump in. I'm going to try and see if I can do justice uh, to what we are building here, um, the so-called enterprise knowledge graph. Um, so uh, I've been thinking, right, and we keep talking about knowledge graph, and it sounds like a very technical term. How do we kind of explain this concept to the general audience, right? And, and um, I mean, one way, and, and Vijay actually talked about it is, it's kind of like Wikipedia, right? But, but that doesn't do justice. So hmm. uh, l- let, me, let me think through. So typically, right, when, when you want information about anything in general, where do you go? You go yeah. to Google, World Wide Web and Google, and you do a search. Mm-hmm. And what do you get? You get a bunch of links. And most of the times, the first or second link in that list is a link of Wikipedia, right? And then you go click on that, and then you enter this, this um, you know, world of Wikipedia, if you will, where you're able to go and read about something mm-hmm. and then keep clicking on links that Wikipedia has curated for you that are related to the topic and right. continue to navigate across the World Wide Web but in the stream that your thoughts are, right, where you're actually reading about the stuff that you want to read and switching the context and again reading them. So th- that's, that's how Wikipedia is. So the way I look at it, and, and um, is Wikipedia is really about um, a curated list of bookmarks that right. somebody else has done for you, mm-hmm. only this is a curated list of related bookmarks, if you will, right? Okay. And, and so you don't have to go and typically what I do, I basically go to the web, right? And I'd search for something. I find a website that's interesting, I bookmark it, right? And so on and so forth. So I actually have this bunch of bookmarks in my browser. And whenever I need something, I go click on a bookmark and I go there. Okay. Now, think about it this way. If in the uh, you know, boundary of your enterprise, right. if there was something like Wikipedia where all the important assets have been bookmarked for you. Not only that, they've been bookmarked in such a way that they're all related. So you go to one place and from there, you're able to seamlessly navigate across all of these bookmarks and get to what you want to get to in terms of information. How beautiful would that be? And one of those bookmarks could be a a dashboard. One of those bookmarks could be uh, your CRM system. One of those bookmarks could be a drill down to show you list of things and so on and so forth. 
the way I look at knowledge graph, the enterprise knowledge graph, if you will, is uh, a curated list of bookmarks that have been established for you and that they've been linked with each other where you're able to go into this beautiful world of information or knowledge, if you will. So how does Interconnected that graph. I love that analogy. Yeah, go ahead, Alex. Yeah, can, can you give me a, a quick example of, uh, from an end user, if I'm a salesperson or if I'm a marketing manager, uh, what is mm -hmm. that uh, analytics experience of the Wikipedia with data looks like for me? Right. So let's talk about a salesperson. Um, what is his or her primary interest generally is about understanding the customers that that person is primarily working with, right. where is the customer in their journey and, and right. so on and so forth. Let's think about it this way. You go to a portal where mm -hmm. you're able to find a link to a product, okay. which is called customer dashboard. You okay. click on that link and then you go into this a beautiful dashboard, which is really about an interface that was created. Think Wikipedia now, right? Let's right. say you're clicking on a country's name and then you're going into this one interface where all the information about that country is placed in that single screen, right? right. You're able to then go up and down. Yeah. Think about that for a customer, right? Where you have this beautiful interface where all information about customer is kind of collated together and displayed yeah. for you. Now you're looking through that interface and you're at a point where you want to see, hey, what are we talking to this customer about currently? Which products and uh, is there any open pipeline that's right. already there? And then you want to go explore further, you're able to go click on a link and navigate to the opportunity dashboard where you're able to see in the context of that customer, what are all the different opportunities that we are working with? Right. Wow. And from there, you continue to navigate to see what are the activities that we're doing with that customer currently and so on and so forth. So it all kind of comes together. Okay. And just so, to, and Alex, just to kind of piggyback on that a little bit, right? Um, yeah. Just to provide a little bit more color on, on the experience that we're trying to create. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we are a B2B company, right. um, but we have a product mindset in our organization to make sure that what we deliver is a consumer grade experience. Right. And so we're applying a lot of our mm -hmm. and we've all had different lives, you know, uh, past lives in other companies and worked in B2C right. and B2B companies. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is, you know, once we create and, and deliver that product, it's not where we stop. Uh, if anything, that's really the beginning of the journey. And so when we talk about right. Satish and his customer dashboard, what he first delivered to what the state of that customer dashboard is today has evolved exponentially. Right, because we right. want that feedback. We want to be able to evolve. We want to be consumer focused in our delivery yeah. model. And so as we kind of think about what we're doing, um, it's evolved to a point where it is really that one-stop shop for customers, right? Yes. And so as we right. think about that knowledge graph and how we want to make that experience better, it's really about putting that focus on the consumer, understanding the persona that's going in and accessing the information, and how do we create the best experience to be able to help you manage your, your day to day, if that makes sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. No, I, I think great stuff, Mike. Thanks. Thanks for um, jumping in there. Absolutely. I think uh, the journey starts when the product is ready. It doesn't end when the product is ready. Great. I think great yeah. point, Mike. No, I, th I think now, you know, reflecting back on, you know, the conversation that I had with Vijay, you know, it totally now it, it's, you know, making sense, you know, he kept referring to you know the product mindset, and I was trying to get my head wrapped around it. 
So for the benefit of those who haven't, you know, listened to the prior episode, highly recommend, you know, you, you take a listen to it. It's beautiful. And I love, you know, how you're breaking it down, you know, into bite-sized chunk. Now uh, I'm able to, to picture it, you know, more uh, better. And so putting myself as a, you know, a developer's shoes, right? Uh, question to all, how do they start developing this, you know, the pro- and, you know, execute on a product? Do they develop, you know, one thing and how do they, where does, you know, the final product come together? Especially, you know, we are, you know, distributed team, you know, across the globe, right? Uh, and Niraj, you know, you run, you know, our uh, India team, you know, uh, there. So what is the collaboration is like and when do, you know, teams come together? I think this is all about collected, uh, connected experience, um, Alex. So as Satish mentioned, um, Mike mentioned, we have customer dashboard uh, as one of the assets. We have sales dashboard as another asset. It's all about providing and focusing on um, multiple personas. If we look at CEO, if we look at the sales leader, if you look at a marketing leader, different personas and also look at it from different entities perspective, like customers, products, partners, all uh, presenting a view, all presenting a view which is connected with each other from one asset you can go to another asset and go back and forth and that is what the connected experience is and from developers perspective if we look at it uh, there are teams which are focused on uh, specific products specific asset but then overall from the strategy perspective it's all comes together in such a way that from an end user perspective it's all connected it's all seamless uh, so that they get that holistic view of any data for taking any data-driven decision. There was this great example which was popping up in my head. You know how we have these security systems in our home? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll, and you have a dashboard for that, and whether it is on your mobile device or whether it is you go to a web page, you see right. your security cams connected, you see your uh, HVAC system connected, Right. right. You see your sprinkler system connected. Now, if we think in terms of knowledge graph coming together, that camera was developed independently. Right. And that sprinkler system was development in the, developed independently. The carbon monoxide detector was developed independently and they function right. as its own unit, but yes. they all come together and provide a security overview and safety overview of your home. I, I don't know whether that example yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But that's how things get were developed independently, yeah. but they have ability to come together in a connected way right? and provide an overall view. Absolutely. Neelaj, uh, sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to interject. No, but is, no, no I, I think it's absolutely, valid. Is, absolutely. Valid, valid example. I think people will be able to resonate it with much, right. in a much better manner. So if I, so kind of going back to, you know, probably a sales reps uh, experience, right? I start with, essentially, you know, the bookmark of, you know, the analytics homepage, uh, I think, you know, Satish called it, right? And I, you know, launch the customer dashboard, you know, to see which customer, you know, sh- uh, that I need to focus on today based on the intelligence, you know, the, the analytics, you know, provides, right? And uh, if I'm uh, connecting, you know, near just point, then I see, let's say, you know, someone recently interacted or, you know, they need, uh, the renewal is coming up. So I click on, you know, the renewal contract, it takes me to rene- renewals con- dashboard. Is, am I on the right track? And yes, 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 you are. Right? And then behind the scene, customer dashboard team is developing the customer-related analytics, and then the renewals team is developing the renewals, and it all basically comes together under a single UI UX 
for the end user, right, uh, to essentially do their job best. Is did I get it right? <laughs> I hope. Yep. Yes. Awesome. Yep. Yes. Yes. No. Um, one other thing, right? It's it's interesting. Um, so what we are trying to do here is uh, provide a consumer grade experience, where Wikipedia. If you yeah. Know, right. That's the example we are taking. And if you're if you think about anything that you're going to go do on the web, there are two ways to look for it. One is do a search. Second right. one is categories, categories, and categories. How do you get into the right frame of thinking? If you, if you talk about Wikipedia, and if you go to their homepage, which I just did, right. they have categories right up, right? Arts, biography, geography, history, mathematics, and so on and so forth. Right. So what we started off with is how do we categorize our assets? Right, um, and that's the framework we wanted to start thinking about. So we are able to then go uh, building those and, and kind of like propagating those. And we came up with three categories: um, entities. So all assets that are going to do 360 degrees for entities was one category. And there was a second category, and, and Mike talked about, and even Alex talked about personas. Right, assets that are targeted towards personas was the second category, and the third category was really about activities that. Um, this personas right. do, if you will. Those are the three major categories, and we talked about customer that fits into the entity category, right? Customer 360. We okay. talked about sales trip that talks about the persona category, if you will, and okay. activities with all transactions, opportunities and activity, if you will, or a campaign is an activity, and so on and so forth. That's where we started in terms of saying, hey, let's figure out the overarching categories and then going and talking about how are we going to design these assets one by one belonging to those categories. Got it. So one theme, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm noticing you know, between the conversation is uh, consumer focused, right? And all the examples that uh, you guys are bringing up are you know, the B2C model, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're solving the problem for B2B. Is this how we crack the code within the company? Uh, you know, taking the B2C examples, essentially, and translate it into you know, the enterprise language or experience? As a company, right. you know, Bill and everyone downwards from there, we have been talking about consumer gate experience. Right. Even though we are a B2B company, mm -hmm. we are focused on consumer grade experience. Right. So we as a group, we are extending the same thing. How do we provide a consumer grade experience with our analytics assets. So it's an extension of an enterprise thought. And the goal is to make it so simple. Yeah. Like when we use our iPhone to, to use one of our personal apps, right. the experience should be like that, whether it is on the web or phone. Absolutely. Yeah. If you look at our philosophy as a service now company, right, we do two things. Um, one, customer success. Um, and every other company does that, right? Where when the product is ready for market, when it is GA, if you will, yeah. that is the starting point, right? That's where the journey really starts, right? right? Number one. And number two, if you look at what we are doing as a company, we are trying to make our products right. consumer grade. Even though they are B2B, we are basically creating these mobile apps where everyone has information on their fingertips and that mobile app, seriously, it is no different from navigating through Amazon on your mobile, if you will, yeah. uh, the instant management, same thing. So I, I think it's really about uh, turning a chapter and pivoting and saying, hey, 
an enterprise user yeah. is demanding the same experience. Right. A B2C user is demanding because if you yeah. look at a person, an, a sales rep today, who's accessing our assets, whether it's customer dashboard or uh, sales manager central or any other asset, yeah. he's also accessing the same asset on the same device. He's also accessing Amazon. He's also accessing yeah. Facebook, WhatsApp, and so on and so forth. Exactly. So it's really about bringing what we deliver to the same level of yeah. experience so they're able to really making them curious, making them interested in coming and using our app on an ongoing basis. I think yeah. that is the challenge that we put ourselves to. And, and I think we are there and we are getting there to deliver the same experience. And I think that's how it should be. I don't know if it should be any other way to be very honest. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear. And uh, from, you know, the enthusiasm behind, you know, how you are describing, you know, with different uh, analogies, and essentially like, hey, you know, consumer grade, consumer grade experience across the board and analytics is no different, right? right. Uh, Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It so, shouldn't be. Yeah. And uh, Mike, if I can pick on you. Uh, so when we essentially, you know, launched, you know, this, you know, tailored uh, to the sales or, you know, go to market teams, what was their reaction? Did, were they jealous? Like, oh, you know, is this now, you know, for the entire company, not just me? Or were they happy that you know that <laughs> a company is coming on board and you know speaking their language? Yeah, so Mike let, is let already excited I, to answer this question. I, 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 <laughs> I am because you know I'm 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 knee deep in you know <laughs> hearing directly from our stakeholders in sales, right? Look, you know, talking to all the go-to-market teams and understanding what are some of their key frustrations. Um, to provide a little bit of, I want to provide a little bit of context before I kind of go into answering your question. Um, you know, I, I think the experience that most of our sellers, right, that the ones that are actually out there on the field, talking to prospects, talking to right. customers, you right. know, a, a lot of their feedback is, you know, I've got tens and tens of thousands of different reports from right. old legacy systems, from you, what you have created and this and that. And honestly, what it feels like is that I'm going into a library and right. it's just a stack of books with no indexing, <laughs> with no way to be able to know where to go to right. fiction and nonfiction. It's literally the wild like that. west, right? <laughs> and, and, and that's what we're going through. And and so, and our focus is, you know, how do we make this a better consumer experience? If I'm just mm -hmm. telling you to go to this big warehouse with stacks of books and and good luck trying to find the information you're looking for, right? right? <laughs> and, and if you if you think about our environment today, our size of data is not getting smaller; it right. is exponentially getting bigger. You're looking at sales data. You're looking at usage data. Yeah. That changes the game, right? About how much information we're getting. So we collectively have to have the thought leadership of saying, right, how do we create a better organized, scalable way of right. managing and delivering our data, right? So yeah. to provide that context, there was a lot of frustration in the field, right? I'm okay. out there trying to sell, but I'm spending all my time trying to figure out what reports to look at. We've mm -hmm. got to change that paradigm, right? right? And so what we've done is, you know, we've taken, and again, this is the great thing that Satish has done with the customer dashboard. We've taken that model, that approach right. that they've taken, and I've taken that baton from, from, from Satish to be able to create what we're doing with, with the sales dashboard. Right. And the sales dashboard. Hey, Mike, you, you, you have actually outdone me, so that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, but I appreciate that. And so, and so what we're doing is now, now that we've got the baton and we're looking at what we're trying to do with the sales dashboard, we're creating this very simple experience. And it's exactly what Satish said. Hey, yeah. we're creating this one dashboard. Right. Bookmark this dashboard. 
Yeah. This is your one-stop shop to manage your business. When you wake up in the morning, you grab a cup of coffee, go to this link, and just see where it is. It's literally your newspaper to start the day, right? Here's your newspaper. Yep. These right. are your top headlines. What's happening in the world? What's happening in your state? What's happening locally? What's happening in sports? And so on and so forth. When you take that right. consumer experience of the newspaper and right. you translate that into an analytics world, that's mm. the behavior that we're trying to drive. Yes. So as we're creating the sales dashboard and calling it their, their newspaper of the day, uh, right. you want to just give the headlines very quickly. Yep. And it's a way to organize the information. Like Satish said, we categorize it. Yeah. You want to look at your pipeline. Here's a snapshot of your pipeline as of today. Right. You want to go in a little bit deeper and understand all the different signals that are impacting the ups and downs of your pipeline. Click right. on that and it takes you to another dashboard. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're creating that experience seamlessly to say, hey, you don't have to memorize where to go. Correct. Bookmark this right. one page and it gives you that double click to go into more information. You want to look at the health of your talent. Yeah. Right. Who's who's leaving, who's coming to the company. Guess what? Boom, takes you to the talent information and deep dive on that, right? right? If you want to look at your customers and the health of your customers, what does their install base look like? You know, are they, do they have any incidents that we, I need to know about? I can take you into a link and it takes you to customer, to the customer dashboard. So you can see more information about that, right. more information yeah. about your products and, and so right. on and so forth. So we went from this world of the wild, wild west into right. an organized, an organized library, newspaper to be able to see your day. And to right. be able to take that information and move forward and be able to navigate within this knowledge graph that we curate, that we provide the right experience on cross-functionally, not just within sales, but yeah. looking at right. the other go-to-market teams. That's the key, but look, exactly. Absolutely. Looking at the product organization and the health of my BUs, um, you know, and, and so on and so forth. Right. I hope that made sense. Yeah, totally. No, it does. And, and one other point, um, I don't even know how many lunches I had to buy Mike for him to put my customer dashboard link on his sales dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So one thing that uh, somewhat you know begs the question in terms of you know the product mindset and you know product launches, right? How do you train sales rep? And again, you know, Mike, you know, uh, I'm kind of you know uh, piggybacking on uh, of what you mentioned. Yes, you know, there are a lot of things you know that get thrown into you know salespeople and as well as you know all, all the other employees because we want them to, you know, to make the most informed decision, right? So when we have so many things, you know, behind the scene, how do we go about, you know, enablement? How do we launch? Is it one dashboard or, you know, one product at a time? Or do you launch multiple at a time? How do you go about, you know, the enablement piece? So, you know, one thing is we are doing great at using examples to, to demonstrate how we are going about our stuff. And I, I don't know whether I can better what the example that Mike used, but I'll try to extend that. Right. So think of it this way. Mm -hmm. uh, customer dashboard, I'm taking the example and knowledge graph. So keep this, think of as these two big icons. And then we extend the example of newspapers. So when you, when you get your newspaper in the morning, mm -hmm. depending on what you are, you see, you see there is a world section and there is an Asia section and there is a U.S. section and there's a sports section and, and so on and so forth, right? right. And there's a headlines. Yep. Now, depending on, A, you get the snapshot of what's happening around the world, right? right? And then if you are interested in knowing what's happening in sports, you can click on the sports section and you will know what's happening in the sports world. Or if you want to know what's particularly happening in Asia, 
or any other part of the world. You click that section and you right. come to know. Now let's move on to the customer and use the customer example. So if we were to go and train people how to use customer dashboard, we are doing two things at the same time. One is we are you know, training our users how to know about each and every aspect about a customer. Okay. Right. So you, you actually see when did we onboard the customer? We actually see what products they have bought. We actually see when did they buy. We see the ACV contribution of each product for that customer. We see, do they have any open tickets or issues right now? Right. We see what is their opportunity pipeline. So that's one thing we train the users to, you know, read everything about the customer. And then we also train them how to use the knowledge graph. Right. And that's where you say, okay, if you want to know what's happening with this customer in terms of what open opportunities are there, right. you can actually click on a link and see all the open opportunities. And if you want to pinpoint on a given opportunity, you can actually click on that opportunity, which takes you to that particular opportunity. And same example, Alex, is extended yes. to each component that builds the customer dashboard. Right. It could be issues. So we are doing two things at a time. Okay. One is helping the users how to navigate right. the Wikipedia or newspaper. Yeah. And at the same time, helping the user understand the story of the customer. Right. And, and Alex, um, yeah. I, I want to bring up one really important point, and I, I think this is, you know, for all the listeners out there on this podcast, right. uh, I, I want to really stress the most important thing mm -hmm. that we need to do throughout this whole process is getting rid of this us versus them way of development, right? This let right. IT develop and let the business yeah. drive the requirements and so on and so forth. We've adopted and we're very mature in the agile methodology and mm -hmm. how we develop our products. Um, right. We have to ensure a very strong product owner within the business Correct. so that we have an equal stake mm. um, so that it's a truly cross-functional effort between IT and the business. Right. Where we have 50-50 vested interest in the success yeah. of the product that yeah. if that model is not in place, everything that we just talked about fails. Yeah. And so if we think about what's the right foundation to go out there and execute this knowledge graph, to yeah. execute the best experience possible for consumer. Right. We need one of those consumers yeah. to be a lead for us and play that product owner role mm -hmm. so that we do have equal vested interest in the success of that product launch and the product enablement moving forward. Yes. And just right. to add to what Mike said, yeah, so one is the partnership between business and analytics team. Yeah. Uh, it is, there is also an equivalent component, which is about executive sponsorship. Right. So while it has to come from the top, from the business side, uh, how executives are leveraging our assets. So if we look at our analytics assets, uh, like the CEO and the, all the top executives are not only talking about our assets, they are regularly using our assets. So that's right. where that uh, whole culture uh, gets in. And that's where the regular partnership with the business, executive sponsorship, all of that helps us in better enablement of our assets. Yeah, and and Alex, uh, one more thing. I think I I, I think uh, I will, I may actually land up giving you topic for your next podcast and and yeah. for your listeners. Please do. Uh, you know, 
this um, great, great thought from Mike about partnership and Neeraj, executive sponsorship. And the moment we get into executive sponsorship, uh, I, was, I started thinking about you know, how we are building, building this analytics academy. And one of the pillars of that academy is brand and community. Right. And you know, executive sponsorship means executives are willing to talk to us about how the assets or the product that we build yes. is part of the operating rhythm Yes, and that actually goes and and helps us build our brand and and is a good news for our community. So probably for your next podcast on yeah. analytics community, we can go talk more about that. Yeah, but, love it. So love it. I would love to pick that conversation up with you, Rajiv. Uh, great ideas, and uh, and I I, I, I think Alex offer. Alex actually one one thing I wanted to say, Alex. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, Alex. For sure knows a little bit about brand and community. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Why do you think I planted that thought, uh, Satish? <laughs> Humbling comments. I'm uh, really humbled to hear those. Uh, and just to summarize, you know, uh, the theme and you know the analogies, you know, all of that, you know, coming together is essentially we are building uh, pro analytics products for the entire company for keeping you know, every persona and every employee in mind with a single asset base or you know, product uh, way of approaching it or you know, solving those uh, uh, employee problems, if you will, right? For the sake of them being more productive. Right. Did I summarize it well so far? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Yep. I mean, one of the things, right, um, we all complain about um, all of these different websites learning about us. <clears throat> and obviously, there are a lot of bad things about it. But right. think about the good things, right? Um, in a controlled kind of an environment, if you're able to do that, um, what, what you're able to do, if you go to Amazon, right, it will basically give you recommendations. If you go to Netflix, it will give you recommendations. Right. It's actually, in a lot of ways, a good thing, right? Um, yes, it is also... A bad thing because you're saying, hey, what about privacy? Why are these guys, are, are companies learning about us and so on and so forth? But if you take that and make it internal and look at it in the, con in, in the perspective of an enterprise, it's actually a good thing, right? Understanding how um, people use our assets and how they gain value out of it and then being able to kind of bring them into the loop and recommend things to them and so on and so forth is, is, is a winner, if you will. Right. Satish, I, I'm, that's really exciting thought. And one thing that I, I recollect now, we recently worked with Vijay and helped him prepare uh, a three-year strategy. And Alex, probably you'll have to you know, schedule Vijay to talk about this, is he presented the three-year strategy as a story. And there were different personas in story and how a parallel world was happening. On one side, there is user and what they are experiencing and what their actions are and how internally those actions are driving actions on service now side. It is a very nice way. And a lot of that is only possible because of the telemetry that we are building in because of the information that we are capturing about our users. So again, I, I gave you two topics today, Alex. Uh, yes. <laughs> when, when, when can we go for lunch? <laughs> anytime. anytime. Uh, I love it. I think you know, we can continue on this topic and never run out of you know, new ideas and new thoughts you know, all day long. I want to be mindful of your time. And before we wrap, you know, I have last question uh, for all. 
if you had to revisit and or you know share your best lessons learned with our audience what would what would you say that is yeah i, I, I mean i think we all hit those keywords um, during this last half an hour of conversation right. uh, but um, i would start with this enterprises have a bookmark problem <laughs> if you will let me start there right and then number 1 is that number 2 enterprises have a categorization problem and i'm talking about it in the context of analytics let me be very clear right that's number 2 number 3 um build it like a website every product or every dashboard that you're going to build build it like a website consumer grade right uh, number 4 make business own it because at the end of the day they are the ones who are going to use it we are partnering with them to build it number 5 like rajiv rightly said make sure they're able to understand how to use it and and then rinse and repeat i guess i think yeah. that's what i would call it a very high level those are the five points great so probably i will add um, maybe a few points to that one is a robust data platform which is the backbone of all of this while we are developing these assets in a connected manner to provide a holistic experience to the user uh, right on the back on the backbone of this is a robust data platform which is highly secure data and data from all the sources so that is um, one of the key enablers other would be uh, i think i already mentioned about would be the executive sponsorship right. mike mentioned about product mindset so these will be like few additions to what satish mentioned earlier absolutely absolutely thanks thanks neeraj totally you know the way that i i i want to you know manage my organization the way i want to manage uh, my stakeholders is really applying a servant leadership approach in 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 delivering what we want to deliver right and so uh, not just creating a, a a single place for people to just be able to you know bookmark and, and access their information that's great but how do i make sure and ever give uh, touched on this a little bit how do i make sure that i'm providing you value right. why why make the investment in working with me if i'm just giving you a bookmark uh, uh somebody from high school can do that right i mean it's not right. a hard thing to do <laughs> but how do i make sure that I, that's the bookmark that's part of your operating rhythm right how do i help you facilitate more productive conversations during your weekly forecast calls uh from sales managers yep. to sales leaders how do i help facilitate the right visibility and context so that you can have mentoring and coaching sessions from a sales manager to a sales rep right how do i help facilitate these operating rhythms that rajiv was talking about how do i help facilitate more insights so that you can have more productive conversations with your customers as you're going out to the field right how do you get a better understanding of where are my deals that are at risk so i know that i have a prescriptive game plan of next steps on the actions that i need to take to go and try to win that deal right yes. if i'm not doing all of those things just providing that bookmark really means nothing it just means that the bookmark yep. you're never going to go to it right, right. so how do right. i take that bookmark <laughs> mentality and take it to that next level and say i'm going right. to help you earn business i'm going to help you manage your team yes. more effectively i'm going to help you in basically managing your day-to-day -day business if i can do that yep. for me that's that's considered success launching a dashboard a lot of you know users that's great but if i'm helping you drive the business and i impacted your top line that's a win and that that's the focus that yeah. we need to have that had that servant leadership to how can i help you be successful right. yeah so awesome. yeah 
And uh, Mike, I don't know how you are reading mine today, uh, but you kind of read my mind on how I was thinking to summarizing this. I think between Satish, Mike, and Neeraj, we pretty much covered Alex. And since I am on a roll about giving you topics for next discussion, yeah. you know, making making analytics or a product that we build part of operating rhythm means yes. also having a feedback or a closed loop. We are providing actionable insights that is driving action. Mike talked about, you know, deals at risk. What action is it driving, right? Yeah. And that it will be a nice thing to talk about analytics and workflow, how those actions are captured in a playbook, which is actually enabled by our platform and workflow. So right. probably uh, another, another topic for you, and, and given that analytics and workflow is one of the elements of our strategy, yeah. uh, we would love to come and talk to you about that as well, Alex. Absolutely. I cannot thank you all, you know, gentlemen, you know, for sharing the wisdom with our audience today and with me specifically. I feel you know, honored. Thank you very much, uh, and I'll speak with you all soon. Thank you. Well, thanks, Alex. Thanks. This was an episode two of seven-part series of Analytics at ServiceNow. In the next episode, we will cover the research and insights, which is the second pillar of the Analytics at ServiceNow strategy, where we take an in-depth look into business case studies that answer strategic business questions that shapes and moves the company's executive decisions and actions. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with your colleague and network. Until next time.